Happy birthday, everyone, and welcome to the Happy Birthday Podcast with your hosts, Jackie and Dan, the number one podcast on ApplePodcast.com, dedicated to the birthdays you know and love. So without further ado, take it away, Dan. To Hudson's and I had ice cream. Did you? I did. What's what's going on down there? <laughs> at the Gilberts? No, Hudson's. No, at, at Gilberts, the the they have a sign next to the cow that says "Keep off the cow," and below it it says "Violators will be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law." Yeah, there's a new law for that. As was wondering <laughs> what the what the fine print on that law was. Fucking Governor Whitmer, huh? Yeah. Jesus Christ! Fucking I up know. the service at the Villa Caprice. Can't touch the cow anymore. When I was growing up, we'd run up to that cow and just milk it. Milk, mom, I'm drinking milk. Mm-hmm. You know those veiny uh, <laughs> butters. It's like a so sexual awakening for me. As a, as a I, I had false expectations about what a woman's breast would look like. The first time <laughs> I I saw a woman's breast, I expected heaving veins. Yeah, the veins are on the inside. <laughs> Throbbing, flesh-colored vein. I've been. Um, shopping on those like retail apps like Poshmark or whatever. Sure. And I've been buying like vintage purses. I don't know. Yeah. I probably made like five orders and three of them never shipped. And I was like, I wonder if those people died from COVID. So I searched the sellers' names and obituaries and all of them are dead. Really? Within the last like seven months. And I'm thinking like Take down their store already, and maybe they don't know. Maybe it's your duty as a as a as a good Should Samaritan, because there's usually you can leave comments on the uh, funeral home website. This guy is dead. Yeah. Uh, his Poshmark page. <laughs> that's yeah. uh, that's good detective work. And then, like, how do you get your refund? You know, kill yourself. Should I kill myself? <laughs> and then talk to the guy firsthand. Right, 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 right. I get that. And welcome back to the Happy Birthday Podcast. Welcome to season two, everybody. We're in our brand new studio. Hey, should we start the show? Mm. Let's start the I show. Think he just, I think he just did. Oh, I didn't think that that was something he did. I thought he was like the behind the scenes guy. That's why I was confused. Let's see. Dan says, welcome to the show. Oh, All right. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. All right. It's been a little while since I've done this. So let me it's been. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. Welcome to the Happy Birthday Podcast. I'm Dan, November 10th. I'm Jackie, October 12th. And we got producer Paul in our brand new Marquette studio. That's some big news. Me and Jackie are recording in our Marquette studio uh, from from this point forth. Well... Um, Per Oregon State regulations, I'm still uh, confined to my uh, autonomous zone warehouse type situation here that I'm not allowed to leave yet. Ah, horseshit! I have not lifted that restriction yet, but I do hope to go outdoors uh, again one of these days. What's your governor like? Is she cool? Oh, big gal. No. She's not actually. She's quite big lady. She's, she's quite. Uh, I don't want to say petite. Regular, <laughs> regular size. I think. I didn't want like body measurements. I'm well, just. Well, I don't like, even say describe a woman. I mean, what <laughs> number one on the list? 
<laughs> she, she don't skip no Fat. meals. I'll tell you that. <laughs> no, said. I think she, I right. think she skips. No, no, no. She's she's all right. I don't know. She's she kind of uh, her name's Kate Brown. <laughs> Ugh. Did she ban seeds or boats? No. Our governor banned seeds and boats. I saw all about that. Yeah. And she made the fucking table service at the Villa Capri just go to shit. Steaks are cold. It's season two. We've been mm-hmm. away for two months, ten months. I don't remember what it was. Uh, people might not be familiar with what's going on here. This is the Happy Birthday Podcast. Now, a right. podcast is a broadcast you can listen to on your iPod. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jackie, I mean, what else? What's I mean, I feel like I just kind of nailed it, but is there any other? That pretty much covers it, basically. Um... So, like, sometimes people have birthdays, and on the mm-hmm. show, we'll say, like, hey, guess whose birthday it is today? And then that's pretty much it. I kind of want to say that right now. Permission to speak freely? Say it. Say it. Guess whose birthday is today? <sighs> this is it. Raw guess. No clues. Just pull it out. I think that today is the birthday of a famous cookie monger uh famous amos i don't want to throw you off but you are oddly close (laughs) okay Uh, it's the the birthday of just regular amos (laughs) happy birthday amos (laughs) you go to the dollar store and get those obscure amos cookies (laughs) Um, (laughs) all right it's not when i say close i mean not at all Mm -hmm. that man it is a man all right Okay. Turn the tables on you a little bit here. It's yeah. a guy we're talking about. Okay. And I think he's just kind of close in terms of he is a, a, a figure who has had an effect on our sort of pop culture consumer consciousness. Mm-hmm. But you might not know him as much as the face on a cookie package. But the man behind a certain, uh, I'll just tell you it's a sort of toy, okay. kind of a puzzle this guy invented. Um, okay. He was born in 1944. I uh, before going into the research for this segment, I assumed he was long dead. Uh, he's, he's still alive. with us. He's wow. alive. He's alive and kicking, I think, is what Wikipedia said after I edited it. Is it, Can I guess? Oh, yeah, you can guess. Is his last name Cube? <laughs> Close. The thing he invented is that's the last name of the thing he invented. But is what's his the name Rubik's? His name, his last name is Rubik's. Nice. I want you to do me a favor, ditch that apostrophe, guys. Throw that, throw that. Today is the birthday of Ronald Rubik. His name, his first name is very similar to a name that is used in some upper Michigan Finnish themed humor. Ano. It's really close to that. Anal. Anus. Ain't it? Is it Anus? Rubik? No, it's not. Anus Rubik. Happy birthday, Anal Rubik. <laughs> and that'll be a fun Google search later on. I might get into some new um, new kinks, new kinks with the uh, Rubik's Cube. Um Ain- Ano, but it, what is the okay? The first syllable of this guy's name. Let's break it down. It's two syllables. Yeah. It's like Ano. No, we got that. The first syllable. What is all about us? What do we breathe in with our noses and mouths? Air, oxygen. No, that was yeah, air. Air. Okay. <laughs> Arrow. Air. Aries. Arno. Arno Rubik. Arno. Yes, I got that one. Is it Arno? Um, How do you spell it? E R N O with sm- uh, smatterings of dots and pops some dots. Okay. <laughs> Happy birthday, Mr. Cube. Ha- Happy birthday, Anal Rubik. And um, <laughs> is he Cuban? Yes, Cuban B. Is he? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> ironically, no. Um, I think yeah, most people assume it's uh, 
It's yeah. a Cuban cube, but it's actually <laughs> a, uh, I don't know if you want to guess the country. Raw guess, you get one shot. Raw guess, er, Erno Rubik. That's like uh, Ukrainian. Hungarian. You nice. got it. Same, and same. that was all used to be part of the block is what they called it. Yeah, that's all um, the same. Okay, so I did a lot of research here. I didn't quite get to the uh, stage of learning how to pronounce his first name for sure, but we'll, we're going to say Erno. Okay. And we're also going to say we're going to celebrate his life, his legacy, his motherfucking cube with a segment that we did, I think, in every episode of our first season. Yeah. Um, a segment that we do called The Birthday Bio of Mr. Rubik. Come, listener. Join me in my time machine as we travel four decades into the past to the summer of 1981. It's morning in America as Ronald Reagan ascends to the presidential throne. His ignorance is bliss attitude lifts the nation's spirits as he turns a blind eye to the burgeoning AIDS epidemic. And the airwaves are rocked by young up-and-comer Weird Al Yankovic's single Another One Rides the Bus, the first funny song ever written. As you come to the end of a long afternoon of mall walking, a display in front of the Circus World toy store captures your fancy. A cube. <laughs> no, not an ice cube. A plastic cube, comprised of nine individual squares on each side, gaily decorated with brightly colored stickers. What on earth do you call this contraption? The toy store manager approaches you from behind, his breath warm on your neck as he softly whispers, That, my friend, is Rubik's Cube. While cube is certainly a household word, the name Rubik is strange, foreign, vaguely communist. But soon this questionably communist cube will become as American as apple pie. The inventor of this all-American classic was himself an all-non-American. Erno Rubik was born on this day in 1944 in a quaint Hungarian village in the nation of Hungary. The man who would grow up to test the world's wits was, as a child, an absolute dullard. All idiot and no savant. Once he reached the age of reason, his parents sent him away by mule to the big, bustling city of Budapest. He spent the next several years toiling away in a series of filthy, menial jobs. Rubik seemed destined to live and die as an unknown nobody until fate brought him to the door of the Hungarian Ministry of Puzzles, where he landed a job as a junior latrine cleaner. While he had no formal training in puzzletry, his imagination ran wild as he went about his daily duties. When the scrubbing was done, Erno went home to his cottage and began to perfect the puzzle that would become his surname's claim to fame. His initial effort, the Rubik's Sphere, was met with scorn when he introduced it to the Minister of Puzzles, who nevertheless encouraged the young shitter scrubber to create a quandary that actually had a possible solution. That was just the kick in the seat he needed, and soon the world's most confounding cube was born. Rubik named his cube after himself, in the grand tradition of such pioneer puzzlemeisters as Sir David Crossword and John Jigsaw. Since fathering his namesake Cube, Rubik's life has been a nondescript blur of lightweight leisure and academic excess. As these biographical details would literally bore our listeners to death, let's turn our attention not to Rubik the man, but Rubik the Cube. Okay, listeners, here's the fun part. Get your personal Rubik's Cube handy because I'm about to walk you through how to finally solve that son of a gun once and for all. Ready? <clears throat> Here we go. Begin by holding your Rubik's Cube with the yellow center piece on the up Face. Now look at the top layer to locate the edge pieces that have a white tile. Move the edge pieces that have a white tile from the middle layer to the top layer. All right. Now look at the bottom layer. Nope. While well, you're gonna nope, we're not doing. We're not gonna do the whole thing. I it wouldn't be. Know. It wouldn't I know. be. I want to know. It's how. not solved yet. At that, we're just getting started here. There's, we there's don't no, have that much studio time. It's only. I mean, we, it's only about 45, 50 minutes. And I, nope. I, people aren't. They're. They're. 
you're leaving people with a half half a half solved. I mean, not even that's like two two percent solved right that's now. That's fine. Put it down and go outside. A lot of people listen at one point five speed. I mean, I don't. It's not. I'm not edging. Work. I have to know. Don't masturbate in our new studio. It's soundproof. It's not smell proof. <laughs> well, in the All sense right. that it keeps the stink in. <laughs> yes, it is. Somebody gutting a muskie in here or what? <laughs> Happy birthday, Rubik's Mr. Cube, Cube. and uh, <laughs> or Mr. Rubik. Sorry, and, uh, yeah, just thought that it could be something a little more adventurous for the season premiere. But I get that you want. Maybe we could put that in the afterbirth. Anyone? Yeah, we could do that, or anyone that we could give my phone number or something. People mm-hmm. can call me, and I can give you. I can read you the link to the website that I looked up to, to find it. That number is 906-235-1726. Once again, that's 906-235-1726. Listeners, call me. Text me. I'm awake most of the day. (laughs) Okay, well, Jackie, why why don't you let us know how fun and thoughtful you thought all that was? Did you learn anything about the man, um, the cube, the 80s? I did. I liked the part where he worked in a toilet because I feel like you've had a couple JGFs before that have started in a men's room Absolutely. and then moved on to greater things. So Absolutely. that's pretty cool. I like that. Yep. Some Absolutely. of the best guys you meet, you meet in the men's room. Is that right? Absolutely. That's where me and that's Dan up. met. Yep, absolutely. Wow. The restroom at the Dead River Coffee Shop in Marquette, Michigan. Mm-hmm. And we've well, been going to the bathroom together ever since. That's really special. If you don't mind, I'd like to see if I can go meet a couple new people in the men's room. So just give me a brief moment here. They're letting women in the men's room now, huh? We don't need Fucking the... Governor Whitmer. We don't... <laughs> Let me guess. You think that the only way to buy stamps is to drag yourself out of bed, dig through your pile of clothes to find something halfway clean to wear, and then drive your ass across town to go to the post office. You shuffle up to the entrance in the pouring rain, yank the door handle, and it doesn't open. Guess what? It's Sunday. They are closed. How did you not realize this the whole way there? Are you still drunk from the night before? Hey, it's 2021. You really think that this is still the only way to buy stamps? Have you not heard of stamps.com? If you haven't, it's almost like you have to have had tried to not to have heard of it by now. So there you are, hungover, soaking wet, no stamps. Looks like that Mother's Day gift is going to be late again, but that's okay. Mom's come to expect that from you by now. So you know what? I'm not even going to tell you anything about our sponsor, Stamps.com. You don't deserve to use promo code HBDPOD to get a free lifetime supply of envelopes and stamps, a genuine USPS mail carrier's uniform, and an all-expense-paid trip to Washington, D.C. to sleep with the Postmaster General's wife. You snooze, you lose, you lost. Fuck you. Welcome back to the Happy Birthday Podcast. Jackie. Dan. I already know because I just told you today is the birthday of Ernie Rubik. From right. Rubik's Cube. Right. Yeah. Are there any other celebrities that have a birthday today? There are. What? Yeah. <clears throat> you want to guess who? Uh, yeah, I okay. do. I'd like to join in the fun this time. Okay. Okay. But before you give me even one single clue, I want to just reach in, reach out, see what I can do with just the powers of my own mind and spirit mm-hmm. and body. I'm projecting. Ron Howard. Eh. Famous. Famous. No, it's a guy. It's a man. Love that. Two Um, men, one episode. He's an actor. He's an actor of stage, screen, television, 
Big screen. Like, sounds a lot like Ron Howard. Mm-mm. Okay. Is this man, he's alive? He's with us? He is alive. And is it, he... it is his birthday. Yeah. Got that. Um, uh, is he currently working? Is he currently uh, one of the Tinseltown stars? Yeah, I think he's working on something right now. Okay. But would he be like popular with the sort of TikTok Gen Z crowd? No. No, they don't know who he is. Older man. Maybe. Is he an American fella? He is not American. He is English in Mr. Bean. (laughs) No. (laughs) His birthday's in January, I think. Hey, you know what we realized the other day? And this will be uh, a little more relevant later mm, on in the episode. Mm-hmm. But the mayor of Ishpeming's name is Mrs. Bean. Her husband. Is Mr. Bean. It's Mr. Bean. Wow. Let me give you more clues about the today's jolly good fellow. Mr. Bean of Ishpeming. He His nickname is Bald Old Beef. This isn't uh, Producer Paul, is it? <laughs> it's not Producer Paul. Named he after the, his head and the smell of his body. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. You he may speak. did not play Gandalf in Lord of the Rings, and he did not play Dumbledore in Harry Potter. Sir Ian McKellen. <laughs> nope. But different. But, but the, I'm on the right track, the other right? guy. Yeah. What does that mean? The other one. You know. Who? There's him, and then there's the other guy. His friend. Uh, in Lord of the Rings? No, 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 no. In real life. A, oh, oh. Jesus Christ. Sometimes it's old beef stew. No, he I'm was, the bad guesser. Uh, I don't Rudy Forsberg. <laughs> he was on um, Star Trek. It's a big one. Oh, Patrice Stewart. Yeah, that's the guy. Or I guess Patrick with a heart. Yeah. Wow. I would have got it. I mean, I did get it, but I also would have got it. Yeah, it's his yeah. birthday. Do, it. do, um, do okay. the thing. Stewart. Do. Stewart. So let's see. He was born in 1940. Four years older than Sir Rubik. So he's like 80. Yeah, 81. Damn. Frankly. Yeah, he's alive. Wow. He's kicking. Well, congratulations, Patrick. I mean, I'm, I'm. I wish I got it quicker, but it's fun to draw things out and then have a big release at the end. I find. Mm-hmm. Yes. My own personal um, find that to be the case. So, you know, you probably know he's been in Star Trek and yeah, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, you were saying. Let me tell you the story of how he started his career. Sir Patrick Old Bald Beef Stew Stewart is best known for his acting role as Sergeant Pepper on the American television docuseries Star Trek. Although he is credited with over 150 additional acting roles spanning from 1975 to the current day. SPOBBSS credits his successful t- career to his loving mother. He says the path to his seasoned career started young, with early mornings and lots of practice. Mother would feed Patrick her special blend of mother's milk and echinacea herbal tea each morning to start the day off right. From birth till age 23, Patrick fed on a strict diet that included a healthy supply of mother's milk straight from the tap. The special breakfast blend of herbs and milks is suspected to be the cause of Pat Stew's deep, luxurious voice, as can be heard here in the promo bumper for the Season 2 Happy Birthday Podcast. You are listening to the Happy Birthday Podcast with SPOBBSS 13th July. Pretty cool, hey? Wow. <laughs> what? I had no idea he was a fan. So... 
You can hear for yourself, milk really does do the body good. But could extended breastfeeding really be the sole reason for Sir Patrick Stewart's fame, success, and notoriety? The answer is no. Milk does not make you a better actor no matter what. Sir Patrick spent decades honing and developing his performance craft, eventually inventing and patenting his own acting technique called MMAE for Mother's Milk and Echinacea, and opening a private academy by the same name. His motto, milk does not make you a better actor, no matter what, struck a positive chord with the aspiring thespian community. Unfortunately, it also struck a chord with the milk lobby. Patrick Stewart's milk does not make you a better actor no matter what slogan made its way into commercial television ads, which infuriated Big Milk. The slander would not be tolerated and thus was born the Got Milk campaign. Milk became huge. Sir Patrick decided to refocus his efforts on his own acting career and shut down the MMAE school for good in 2001, shortly after the 9-11 terrorist attacks. Let's take a quick look through the storied history that is the career of Milk Patrick of Sir Patrick Stewart. <laughs> Milk Patrick Harris. <laughs> career. <laughs> Star Trek: The Milk Generation. Hey, old Man River, zip it or I'll break your head. <laughs> uh, so loud. Of his 150 plus credited roles, here are some of the most impressive that I could find. Voice acting for Jimmy Neutron, Boy Genius. He voiced the poop in the Emoji Movie. He oh, you know that was originally supposed to go to um, Chris who's the Farley. guy from Key and Peele? Key. No, not the not Key. Peele. Peele. Uh, yeah, Peele, the one who made um, those get movies. Here. Get out of here! Yeah, here. And that was the reason apparently that he went on to make Get Out of Here is because he was so insulted by being offered the role of shit. Really? In the emo in the emoji movie. Yeah, I, I just heard that the other day. He acted he voice acted on The Simpsons, American Dad, and producer Paul, I know this is just gonna get you rock hard. Family guy. That's awesome. <laughs> and then, you know, there's Star Trek, uh, the great British mm -hmm. film classic that everyone's heard of, Dad Savage, uh, Bambi <laughs> Two, <laughs> and many, 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 many more. Um and I I left this out because it's kind of boring and it doesn't really it doesn't really tie into his talent history very much. But he did do a few things, you know, some stage productions, um, I think maybe like Shakespeare. I don't think he really got famous. Um, Not really you know, relevant in today's playing culture, Oberon honestly. in Midsummer Night's Dream. Like no one cares. Yeah. It's the so poop, what, you played it's a the beer? poop emoji <laughs> that really got him up there. You know, yeah. So. With anyway, the, with, if, with if you don't mind me saying, with the next generation of fans, <laughs> I wonder if he called oh, the ship yeah. Poop. It's Poop, yeah, it's his name, Poop. Well, although we had some embarrassing moments on stage, because every moment on stage is embarrassing because it's cringe. Um, I would still like to, you know, say happy birthday to Sir Patrick Stewart. Jackie Lambert is a dear friend of mine. Did you get that? That's Super quiet. He sent me that. <laughs> we'll have to cut that in. Wow. Patrick, thanks for reaching out. Oh, wait, out. hold on. No, I got one more from him. He sent me a couple. Oh. He loves the show. Yeah. Here, listen. Milk does not make you a better actor no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> I got one for you. Hmm. Hey, look, everybody. Billy peed his pants. Of course I peed my pants. Everybody my age pees their pants. It's the coolest. Really? Yes! You ain't cool unless... You pee your pants. If, if peeing your, your pants, pants is, is cool, cool, call me Jim Davis. Miles Davis. <laughs> Listen, you can do 
live drops, but don't just play YouTube videos from your phone and hold them up to the speaker. No, he does not make you a better actor no matter what. It's a classified matter. And while I think Milk does not do a body good, I believe Milk does a body bad. That's just my own personal editorial take. We're going to let these guys get some of this uh, antics out of their system, get some of that (laughs) tape delay off the fucking microphone or Sun Records or something here. Why does it keep doing that? I don't know. I don't I do I'm know. Not I do know that we're not going to pay the bills just fucking do, pulling up Billy Madison clips and fucking around like a bunch of idiots. So we have to go to one of our sponsors, one of our many sponsors who have helped us be very rich and famous with this podcast over the past five months. And once we do that, we will come back with a little segment that might be getting a little wild because it is the weekly wild card segment. Shut up, Wesley. Hey there, listeners. Jackie here, October 12th. Hey, I've got a question. Has this ever happened to you? Hey you, Fatso! Put a shirt on or get out of the pool! It's a tale as old as time. You're fat kid, too young to realize the disgusting truth about your flapping, flapping breasts and gut at the pool. Or perhaps you're an old woman, fresh out of fucks to give, and titties dragging on the bottom of the senior center's aerobics pool. Through the bottom of your one piece. That's right, they're coming out of the leg holes. Well, there's a new crew in town dedicated to covering up your body and making sure it stays covered up. The team at Pool Shirts proudly carries a variety of giant shirts in sizes 3XL through 10XL that won't fail to hide your hide all summer long. These pool shirts are eco-friendly. Pool Shirts buy all of their giant shirts secondhand from the Goodwill Outlet Store. They pay by the pound, saving these giant, giant shirts from landfills and redistribute them to pools across the U.S. Yes, that's right. This means that you can be eco-conscious and self-conscious. Pool Shirts are available to buy on poolguys.com forward slash nofat for $16.99. But don't worry, if you can't afford one, you can just show up to any public pool or private pool at any hotel, resort, backyard barbecue, high school swim class, senior center, or even most public beaches, and the lifeguard on duty will give you one to wear for free. You must wear the shirt. Check out poolguys.com forward slash nonfat backslash JGF to sign up for the Shirt of the Month Club and save 15% on your subscription just for being a jolly good fellow. Each month, subscribers will receive a mystery giant pool shirt. Maybe you'll get a 3X sunfaded uh, red and one tee from 2006, or a 4X white tee with Tweety Bird wearing like a like baggy clothes and a backwards hat, and it says like "What's up." You could even be lucky enough to get one of the coveted bikini body airbrush tees. You know the ones where they go down to your knees and there's a skinny hot body painted on them with big breasts and a bikini and stuff. That's poolguys.com forward slash no fat backslash JGF for 15% off your pool shirt subscription. No fat. Quick, um, and we try to keep things positive. Welcome back, everyone. Try to keep things positive, but a quick uh, shame on you to Jim Belushi. We had a little social media interaction yeah, with him. what on the hi- fuck? On his birthday, um, I believe it was, I pointed out on our Instagram.com, HBDPOD, that he shares a birthday with uh, Xi Jinping, mm-hmm. the uh, Chinese president. Mm-hmm. And then he looked at that from his account. I saw that he looked at that. And then on Twitter, right after that, he's like, hey, guys, guess what? I share a uh, birthday with Xi Jinping. Mm-hmm. Not, not a s- political statement, just saying. And then Where'd you I'm learn like, that information, yeah. James? No, do it, in the, do it in the Blues Brothers voice. Um, hold on a second. 
I got me a birthday. It's Chinese birthday. <laughs> so, and you know, we, we reached out trying to make it right for him, and nothing. Uh, yeah. You know what? I hit some traffic on the way here, and I saw a sign that said, "Injure slash kill a worker, seven thousand five hundred dollars plus one year." Yeah. That's not bad. <laughs> like, that's all it costs. <laughs> like her guy. Yeah. If, imagine being like a like a a Bezos type or like a Peter White type. Just write it off. <laughs> like a, fa- yeah, exactly. a Bishop Berrigar or a Father Marquette type. Like well, you're not gonna care about that. My car that. was like thirty grand. That's or, and send me to jail for was it one year? One you said? year, maybe. That's, it's fine. I basically just did that. Exactly. I'll take the time. I can use the time yeah, off. We all just no did that for free. Yeah. What the fuck? How many guys did you get to kill? Quick before we before we start taking calls, um, in some of my uh, in some of my downtime, I was kind of exploring some uh, conspiracy theory stuff on the internet. Mm-hmm. A lot of it out there. Something I found interesting I didn't realize is there there are a lot of people that think that nine eleven was an inside job. You know about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I thought about it a bit, and I just, I can't believe it because I've seen the footage, and it clearly happened outside. Well, you got guys in the plane, you got guys in the building. Do um, people in the United Kingdom think that 9-11 happened on November 9th? <laughs> <laughs> the day before my birthday. <laughs> they must. Welcome back, everyone, uh, to the Happy Birthday Podcast. Um, I got another birthday news story for us here. Um, let's just see. I mean, the switchboard's lighting up. We got calls coming in from all across the world right now. You want me to? You want me to? You do might want to take one of those. Yeah, okay. yeah. Call. Oh, okay. Oh my God! Wow, I almost forgot. So, because we're in the new studio in Marquette, Michigan, instead of where Jackie and I both reside, uh, typically I thought that we would do something special this week, and mm. something special we did. We are joined this week by the mayor. Of Marquette, Michigan. His name is Mayor Tyler. Hi, how you doing, Tyler? Wow. Hi, I'm so sorry I couldn't be there in person for the ribbon cutting ceremony. That's okay. That's okay. I have these large scissors I typically bring to events. Um, but sure. They're getting they're getting sharpened. I think I saw on the news the last one you were at it. It took quite a few snips to get through that ribbon. So you might yeah. The yeah, what's what's been interesting is due to the shortages of the regular easy to cut ribbons that most cities across America use, we've been having to import ribbons from various places. Mm-hmm. And the ribbon I know like that was gonna be at, at, at that um that one, like it was still stuck in the Suez Canal for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. oh, we heard so, about that. Yeah, the big ship. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it was like cutting like a very um, heavy rope. So, <clears throat> Mayor Tyler, what we're gonna do today is um, I've got a wild card question for you. Little little bit of trivia. You okay uh, doing a little trivia for us? Yes, I, I suppose I am. Okay, now this is local trivia. Now, typically for this segment, I like to do deaths. You know, normally these guys do birthdays. I do the death days. So what I had what I had done was I went to the Mining Journal's website. <coughs> death is a part just, of life. I started just looking through That's um, true. local obituaries and seeing who died. But uh, we maybe thought that that might be in poor taste. It's so, a bit dark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because some of the people listening might know some of the, you might even know some of these, the, some of these people that died. 
Well, hopefully they didn't vote for me. <laughs> so um, instead, we're going to do events, and we're going to do local events. Oh. So um, the I've death a, of a local event? Nope, just the <laughs> happening of a local event. And I've rest got in, rest in peace, seafood fest. <laughs> Yeah. How, how long has it? You know, I'm I'm kind of out of the loop with the local politics being out here on the on the West Coast. But um, how long have you been in office at this point, Mayor Tyler? Well, it feels like a decade, but it has to be less than that. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> well, congratulations on ten years of great mayorship. Thank you. So you said you have a an event, maybe? I do. Yeah, I have okay. a I have a couple actually. Um, so I'm gonna have you do some guessing here, Tyler. Uh, Mayor, sorry, Mr. Mayor. <clears throat> um, so this, this event took place back in, uh, 2019, but believe it or not, this is still an event that takes place every summer to this day, except probably, uh, last summer because of, um, the China virus. So it happened once? No, this, this happens every year, but it didn't happen last year because it, uh, everyone was sick. The first one is in 2019? No, it's been going on for a really long time, probably 75 years, long time. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, said 2019. Okay. Uh, this, uh, this article that I'm reading from is from 2019, so that's why. Oh, I'm, oh. I'm no, yeah, no, no, yeah, no, yeah. Uh, I'll try to I'll try It happens to, to the best of us, you know, people never let you forget it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I bet you know all about that, Mr. Mayor. I, I truly do. Mm-hmm. You know, you just got to talk about the bodies buried in Kaufman Auditorium one time and <laughs> suddenly people think that you're an alarmist. Uh, this event takes place just about every year, except for probably last year. Um, and it typically happens uh, on this day, um, this day, July 13th. It takes place in Nagani and there are fireworks at it and f- their food is served. Um, you know, I'm the mayor of Marquette, right? I do, but this is your sister city, Nagani. Uh, we actually have two sister cities. One of them is in Finland, and the other one, I think, is in Japan, maybe? That's correct, yes. The na- neighboring city is yeah. not a, a sister city. My next-door neighbor is not my sister. Like yeah. a twin, yeah, a like twin sister, sister This city. other lady. Like Harvey. Harvey's not really a sister. No. Well, it's in the it's same like capacity stepdad. that Harvey is uh, like a conjoined uh, sister, Maybe a sister that is dead, but you had merged with in the womb. Yes. Name On that, that note, event. <laughs> yeah, what is the event? Um, it's in Nagani. Mm-hmm. Probably has something to do with young people. You said there was fireworks, food. I would go I would go for old people. Old people. Because old, the old, day old. that the, the event or the, the word in the name of the event is something that you would associate with uh, old-timey people. Probably people that would wear a raccoon <laughs> skin on their head. Oh, yeah. Pioneer Days. Pioneer, Pioneer Days! <laughs> and it's, I think it's D-A-Z-E, too, probably. But. Yeah, it's been spelled that way since the 60s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, now I've got, I've got one more for you. If you can you. remember Pioneer Days, you weren't there, man. <laughs> now, now, this one does take place in uh, 2019, and it might have happened before, it might have happened after, but I don't have any information on that. I hardly have any information on when it did take place. Probably never to ask questions about it. And it will, but I figured you, as the mayor, you would know these kind of things. So did this take place? Did this take place in Marquette this time? This took place in the city of Marquette, Marquette proper. Interesting. Um, this is an event. Oh, it's 19 square miles. Um, so this this event, and I'll just kind of describe to you what happened at this event. There was vintage camping. Um, 
What? There was, yes, vintage <laughs> camping. Um, there was a movie on the lawn at dusk. There was music, shopping. There was a barbecue food truck on site uh, and, a, and a, pot, a potluck on um, the evening prior. What is this event? And it took place today. It took place today in 2019, on this day, July 13th. What is vintage? As, as mayor, you're probably cutting the ribbon on that um, um, movie screen. And the barbecue truck. Well, think yeah. About it. I've, I've cut ribbons on a lot of barbecue trucks. Like, if the if the food I get from the barbecue truck isn't that good, I cut the blue ribbon right off of there. Mm-hmm. You know, they have to go back to the fair another year to get certified. Um, okay, so there was vintage camping, a movie... And barbecue food. Uh, one more bonus hint. Donuts were provided for campers on Saturday morning. I'm going to say, was this Donut some bags. sort of, it takes place in the summertime, some sort of summer camp type event. You'd think that, hey? It, it wasn't. Um, actually, because a summer camp, you'd think it would be for young children. This would be for older men and women. Is this like a swingers event? No, well. Like a hey. key club kind of thing? It's kind of like. Yeah, what you're describing. Um, if, if the air streams are rocking. Um, <laughs> Camping was $30 oh. for the whole weekend with full hookups. So that could either mm, mean for mm-hmm. trailers or yeah, that could mean that's code. Uh, sex yeah. with uh, men and women. I feel like they would need the mayor's approval to do that. So Yeah, wasn't there an event called Tourist Park Shenanigans? <laughs> <laughs> this was not that. And I'm not aware of that, but that would that would have... <laughs> I yeah. think I remember that. Mayor, can that's you so... can you give us any more intel on tourist park shenanigans? Because that's one I've not heard of. Yeah, it was one of the first times there was actually a large contingent of furries in Marquette. Okay. You know, there was this one guy that was dressed up as the albino deer from Presque Isle. <laughs> and uh, I don't want to get too much into the nitty gritty of what I did down at tourist park shenanigans. I was there. <laughs> And I was in the Jilly the Cow outfit, like the Gilbert's Dairy mascot. And I was saying I got into some utterly ridiculous things that night. This is a very milk-heavy episode. All right, all right, Mr. Mayor, do you have another guess, or do you want me to just tell you what the event is? All right. I'm going to rule out, um, like, a jazz fest type thing because of the camping. Uh, it's, camping. it's for older people, vintage camping. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it's uh, Marquette's Pioneer Days. No, incorrect. <laughs> it is the Thrifter Sisters Flea Market and Vintage Camper event in Marquette, Michigan. He would have got that. Yeah, I, w- I would have got that eventually. <laughs> he would have got that. Well, we hate to tell a mayor that you were wrong, but you did not get that one. But as the song says, one out of two ain't bad. So... Yeah, I'd like to first apologize to all of my constituents for anything that I may have said during this episode. Hey, to be honest, that was kind of an expert level uh, yeah. uh, question, and we're really the experts when it comes down to the guessing, and you're more of an expert in, uh, I guess, mayoral, mayoral affairs. Yeah, shaking hands, kissing babies, needless bureaucracy, um, permits. Yeah, and... Uh, Watch out for those warnings about the contaminated beaches, because there's always going to be some beach that's contaminated, mm-hmm. you know, I, with little particulates and whatnot. Yeah. E. coli, B. coli, C. coli. There is a, a actual true life experience. I uh, summer of 2012, I believe. I there were three times beaches in Marquette were uh, shut down for E. coli, and 
I swam in each one of those the day they were shut down, and then only after did I find out that I was deep in the E. coli. Coincidence. Because <laughs> there were no signs up or anything, and you were mayor at that time. Seems like you perhaps said te- you caused them then? Or? Oh. Are you admitting I, to a crime <laughs> in front of the mayor? I never thought about yeah, that. Yeah, the reason why there weren't signs was part of our green initiative. Ah, that's awesome. And yeah, the idea is that you, if you don't put signs up, less paper gets used. Right. Plus, we have like the new thing at the office where you got to punch in a code every time you use the printer to mm-hmm. allocate. And like, we don't have like a special fund for E. coli beach closures, you know. So then you got to like go to this department and fill out a form trying to get a new code. Two weeks later, you finally get the code. Well, the E. coli's cleared up by then. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. that sounds like a lot of bureaucracy. You are lying a lot of red about tape. that bureaucracy. And just as a little as a little aside, that's the summer that Jackie and I got Giardia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you guys remember uh, like how upset we were when the Mayan calendar ran out? <laughs> I do, I do. Yeah, that was a big deal uh, down at City Hall because I yeah. hadn't ordered any new calendars in <laughs> a long time because I figured it was all going to run out. Like I had gone through and I was like ripping out the extra months of 2012 because I wasn't sure if it was going to be the whole year or not. Well, turns out you got to have a special code to order new calendars. <laughs> And we hadn't had a code to order calendars in like over 10 years, you know, so is this a real rigmarole? Like we accidentally had to, uh, well, we didn't accidentally have to. I'm saying it was an accident that we wound up with all those far side, you tear off every day calendars, but the weekend is on one sheet and it's in full color. You know what I'm talking about here with them? Of course. Yeah. Big time. Yep. So then the whole like uh, green initiative went out the window because we let's rip into the day off every day. And there's so many people with offices that need calendars. It's like mm-hmm. quite ridiculous that, you know, that happened. Um, but luckily we had a big donation from the Mead Witter Foundation. And, um, you know, I think they planted some trees. Well, that was their donation. Do you know um, anything about that law where if you climb on the Gilbert's cow um, it just says you'll be prosecuted to the full extent of the law, the law, but like, yeah, well, yeah, you're wondering, law. you're wondering about like where that statute came from. Right. Did you write that? I did not write that. Um, okay. it's an anti-statue statute. Well, it's an anti-climbing on a statue statute. Um, because yeah, I know like that cow had like a lot of, uh, footprints going up the side of it and they like okay. didn't keep it clean. Okay. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, and all their power washing equipment actually got hooked up to the wrong line, and they're spraying milk all over it. And then there was like that smell coming off of it for a while because it all got like kind of cooked on. Where the E. coli came from. So, folks, I guess what the mayor is trying to say is stay away from Marquette, Michigan. Yeah, it may have been rated one of the top ten places to retire by uh, CBS, but me, I'm the mayor. You know, I got to hustle. Mm-hmm. I've got a regular job. I've got the mayor job. I've got my mayoral endorsements that I get to do. Yeah. Um, you know, for like various travel companies. Sure. Um, oh, you that know, would be it would be amazing if we could get one while you're here. Get a get an endorsement? It, yeah, just you know, a, a, <clears throat> hey, I'm I'm Mayor Tyler. I'm the mayor of Marquette, Michigan, and I would like to say I endorse this podcast and everything we say. Yeah, okay. And we're going to discuss the details of the compensation afterwards. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> Hello, happy birthday podcast listeners. I'm the mayor of Marquette, and this is my ringing endorsement of how great this podcast is. Don't touch that dial. Probably a lot of people's devices don't actually have dials on them. I do Love think that. 
Hey, I hope you're hands-free in the car listening to this podcast. I'm the mayor, and I say buckle up for safety. Keep your eyes on the wheel and your hands on the road. Listeners, I think I would be remiss if I did not crack open this copy of, what's it called here? The Secret Language of Birthdays by Gary Goldschneider and Juiced Elfers. And I think that what we could do is uh, actually look at the, I, I've got the information pulled up right here, the birthday of Marquette, Michigan, September oh, wow. 14th, 1849. And I'm sorry, Mayor, I'm sure you could have told me that off the top of your head, that it was founded September 14th, 1849. Yeah, I always, I always remember three days after 9-11. That's how <laughs> I remember it. I'll never forget 9-11. That's the third 9-11 in this episode. There's a lot of information in this here book about uh, September 14th, the day of the perceptive critic, it says here. A lot of information. We're just going to look at some bullet points here. The city of Marquette is observant, effective, and efficient. Hmm. I would say it's definitely some of those things. Ever since I took it over, it's been very efficient, except for the bureaucracy. Weaknesses. Are you ready? Are you sitting down? I am now. Okay. Marquette, Michigan's weakness is critical, difficult, and impatient. Mm-hmm. That's slander. Well, it's it. it's a fact in a book. You call it slander. I call it liable because it was written down. <laughs> but I will say, I find it, uh, I the impatient part I get because everyone's always like, when's an Olive Garden going to open? Saying. it. Yeah, it's like how many uh, how many Italian restaurants do I have to do ribbon cuttings for before people realize <laughs> that they're still here? <laughs> So it's nice to look at the good, the bad, and the birthdays, and the uh, whatever else we talked about. Milk. It's true. I, it's like just yesterday, you know, in my mind when I was cutting the ribbon at Menards. Actually, Menards was the star we got the giant scissors from in the first place. Okay. I do, and I don't want to. I'm not trying to call you out or anything. I know there's growing pains with any new mayoral ship, but I do remember seeing. A uh, little news article when you were first elected, your first uh, ribbon cutting that you did about 10 years ago, you had the regular scissors and you didn't know you're supposed to just cut kind of up vertically through the ribbon and you went down the whole <laughs> ribbon. Yeah, the horizontal yeah. incident. And well, what's kinda... funny is you cut the whole ribbon, the whole length of it, right? Uh, I think that was at a Shunk Furniture opening. <laughs> And I, I, I cut the whole ribbon all the way down, and then, like, people, like, didn't go in. And I, like, looked, and it's like, oh, well, half the ribbon's still there stretching across the whole entrance. So then I went back down it again, and I realized, well, now it's just an even thinner amount of ribbon that's stretched across there. So it's like, I, I don't know, you know, and, like, uh, Mr. Mattress was there, and he's like, hey, cut the, cut the, cut the. And I'm like... You can't even cut a mattress tag off without getting punished by the law. And you're trying to tell me how to cut a ribbon. It's like, come on. You know, like I've got respect for him because he's a big donor. But like, seriously, like that rubbed me the wrong way. Oh, well, that sounds like that out, sounds hey? like it was your tan soup moment. It really was. Hmm. Well, when I was getting on my helicopter, I accidentally saluted someone with a coffee cup. <laughs> Like they were holding the coffee cup and I saluted them and they didn't salute me back. (laughs) I I thought you saluted with the hand that was holding the coffee cup and spilled it. (laughs) Oh, that was a different incident on on a on an ore boat. (laughs) That's actually why I started wearing the 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 tan or brown suits to try to match the coffee stains. So it's not like you've got a lot of dry cleaning options in Marquette. No. There's like 24 hour dry cleaners. Yeah, I need it faster yeah. than that. 
Mr. Mayor, we gotta we gotta let you go here. But um, <clears throat> I wish you luck with. I wish you many more ribbon ribbon cutting uh, scenarios, and I hope that you get to cut the ribbon on some of that red tape down at City Hall because it sounds like it's a. I would like that. Goodbye, Mr. All Mayor. Right, bye. So long. Can we can we real quick close the show because I want to go yeah. for a cigarette too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goodbye. Um, nope. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll do it. Hold on. I just popped a starburst. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen, Dan. I'm listening. I've been listening the whole time. Well, I just think it's time to end this episode. Oh, so you're probably right. I'm just gonna say, listeners, thank you. Welcome back. Happy season two. We gotta end the show. It was a really great show. And uh, why don't you go ahead and and pull up your Instagram app? Follow along with us at Ready J. Yeah. Yeah. No. H. <laughs> well, hold on. Wait for him to get a pen. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna do ampersand. Uh, H. I'm, it doesn't start That's with not. the end sign. Sorry, That's it's a, at. A, it's the yeah. what's the other one called? At sign. It's at. HBDPOD. That's HBDPOD. Is it case you, sensitive? Mm-mm. And you can probably find us uh, under the hashtag JGF gang. You could probably find us at hashtag UP Slayman, hashtag um, Tyler for Mayor 2024, hashtag Pipe uh, Garfield. Hashtag Pipe Garfield. You won't find us there, Hasht- probably. I've used it a couple times. Okay. Hashtag Milk. Yeah, got milk. Milkers. Big mommy milkers. And uh, <clears throat> find us over on the Patreon app. You can you can hear us more for money. So do that. We're HBDPOD. We're on Twitter, HBDPOD. We are... You get on that Patreon. There's extra here. stuff of us talking after the episodes where we're like running out of energy, but we keep on talking. There's one episode yeah. where we talked about, we looked up like the, the biggest celebrity uh, male See. hogs. Oh, and wait, we did that? Yeah, we did that. That was a good one. Uh, and uh, Garfield strips, and uh, we got some prank calls. We got some recipes. We got some crockpot recipes. We got. I got some crockpot recipes. I've got a new video coming out. Producer Paul, he's going to help out with that. He's making... A little surprise meat treat in the crock pot. So you're going to want to see that. You're going to want to see his surprise meat treat. And then insert a family guy drop there. Giggity, giggity. Will you do that for me? Giggity, giggity. giggity I can't giggity. do it. I can't. My, my tongue doesn't do That's that. That's why Seth MacFarlane's giggity, the best. Giggity, giggity. And on that note. Goodbye. Happy birthday.